You're listening to This Podcast is for Women, episode number 47, How High-Value Women Attract High-Value Men. This is an interview with Dr. Diana Kirshner. She's the author of Love in 90 Days. I also have a free gift for you in this podcast episode and in the links below. It's a free gift to a coaching session. I really recommend you take me up on that offer and see what Dr. Diana's coaches can do for you and help you find love in 90 days. This is especially true if you are a high value woman who wants a high value man and something has happened, you're meeting great guys on paper, you just don't connect with them. You're not feeling anything. You're meeting wonderful guys, but you're just not attracted. Or you're not meeting great guys. You're meeting hot guys. You're meeting guys that might have a little fun and an in-between guy, a tweener guy, but you're not really calling forth the type of quality and man you want. In this podcast episode, we discuss some amazing tips. I must admit a few that I didn't know about and that I had actually been doing and really wasn't aware of. I think this episode is full of surprises. So forgive me for the long intro. I'm going to reintroduce the podcast here again, but I do think you'll enjoy this interview with Dr. Diana Kirshner. In this episode of this podcast is for women. I have Dr. Diana Kirshner. She is an author. She is a background in psychology. She has had a PBS special, so many wonderful things she has produced and created to help powerful dynamite women just like you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We talk about so many amazing things. Let's get started. So hi there, Dr. Diana Kirshner. Thank you so much for being on my podcast today. We had discussed previously, we were going to talk about success, scaring men away. Yes. And I'd love to know your thoughts about this. Well, first of all, I'm very happy to be with you, Adrienne. I'm very excited about being on your podcast. And, uh, you know, there is um, a real snafu with being super successful or, you know, having an advanced degree or being a professional woman, being an entrepreneur, uh, and then having to relate in the love domain. So, there are definite challenges. There are definite challenges. And it's hard enough for every woman. It's <laughs> every single woman. <laughs> yeah. It's out there dating. It is it is hard enough. <laughs> yeah. And I have a lot of powerful dynamite women mm-hmm. who are, you know, really high earners, overachievers. Mm-hmm. They go after what they want in life. Nothing stops them. Mm-hmm. And so often they are you know, sometimes even supermodels, like, you know, beautiful actresses. Yes. Gorgeous. (laughs) And successful. And they have a really difficult time finding that uh, socioeconomic match Mm -hmm. and feeling like they're with a man that is somewhere, you know, balancing their energy. It's a really difficult thing. Again, such powerful dynamite women. I sometimes feel like, you know, men, they can't compete with that. Mm-hmm, you know, it's just mm-hmm. different in the man's world. I'm just really curious what you think about that. Mm-hmm. Well, men quite often feel very intimidated by a successful woman. And uh, there's a little bit of a fear factor. It's a fear factor I can't measure up. There's a, a, a fear factor like I can't relate to her, you know, a fear factor like I can't access her feminine, you know. Uh, there's no way to for me to win her over. Um, and so this 
uh, poses a challenge. Also, it's difficult to find men who are on your level. When you're very successful, it's not so easy to do to find a, a man who talks your talk and walks your walk, you know, who really gets you, who brings a lot to the table. You really need to have a man who brings a lot to the table. Mm -hmm. It's not a matter of settling. You know, you're, you're mm -hmm. not a settler. <laughs> so, and, you know. and my question is, do those men, you know, do they also want a high achieving woman? Well, let me tell you what the research shows. The research is very, very clear about this. And that is, is that successful men actually want to be with successful women, period, end of story. There was earlier research that was very scary to a lot of women because it, it indicated they would rather like marry a secretary rather than someone who's mm -hmm. on their level. Mm -hmm. uh, but that research has been debunked and particularly now they want someone who can be on their level, who brings something to the table, you know, in terms of what she's providing, um, you know, in terms of creativity, stimulation, uh, socioeconomic status, uh, intelligent conversations, you know, creative, empowered fun in the world, right? It's a whole different level of, of creativity and, and having this amazing adventure in the world that you can have with people who are, um, you know, self-empowered. They're, they're really self-empowered. So you're self-empowered as a woman. You want a self-empowered guy, a really great self-empowered guy. And that means he's really living his dream. You know, he's, he's, he's got it going on. Yeah. I talk a lot about how um, you and I, our work lines up in a lot of different places particularly you've got to trust your feelings. You have to find what you feel. That's the most important thing, being authentic, being honest. And ultimately a man needs to feel that he makes you happy and he feels really good when he's around you. So let's say you are a powerful dynamite woman and you have a certain income that you're making, but you find yourself attracted to and drawn to a man who meets you on a lot of other needs and levels, but financially he's not where you're at. And I'm not talking about, I guess we should really talk about both ends of the spectrum because there's the man who has nothing going for him. Who's drawn to the powerful dynamite woman. And then there's the man who's like, you know, I've just, I've just kind of floundered around in life, but I, I don't have debt. I have a good job, but I'm not where you're at. Right. And how do we, how do we navigate that? Or what do you suggest for women when it comes to balancing and letting that man still feel like he can be a provider? Mm -hmm. Well, there's a lot to unpack in what you just said. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> And we will, I, I do want to get back to the whole um, understanding that men need to feel like they can make you happy. That's very, very important. But I want to address uh, this whole issue of being with somebody who's not on your level financially or work-wise. And that there, I talk about the importance of three criteria, three criteria in selecting someone, right? Number one, is he crazy about you? right? He's got to be crazy about you. He's got to recognize that you're unique. There's nobody like you, you know, 
Uh, he's got to know that. Number two, is he willing to grow? <laughs> because there's no perfect guy. There's absolutely no perfect guy. True. Right? It's true. Uh, you evolve together. Yes. A lot of successful women think, oh my God, I'm going to find the perfect guy. It's going to be amazing. Like I'm going to find the perfect job. Well, the thing is, it's easier to find a perfect job than a perfect one. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so what you want is a guy who's willing to grow. Now, when he's crazy about you and willing to grow, what happens? What happens? Even if he's not perfect in the beginning, let's say, you know, he, look, he's got a, He's got a nice job, but he's not just not, you know, where you would like him to be. Um, you would be able to watch him grow, help him grow, uh, create that business he's always dreamed of, you know, be a partner with you uh, in terms of um, being someone who you can also mentor as they mentor you. Now, he's going to bring things to the table that where he will mentor you. He may be, you know, better in bed. <laughs> he may be. <laughs> yeah. He be uh, have a, a brighter emotional IQ. He will bring things to the table. If he's crazy about you and willing to grow, you can have an amazing guy, absolutely amazing guy, because he respects what you're doing, right? He will respect what you're doing, but at the same time, you know, he's he's going to um, absolutely be um, be able to uh, develop in such a way that that you will respect him. You will respect him, right? And he will get better and better and better over time. Uh, the third criteria is, is being on the same wavelength, right? You, you do have to have your commonality. It has to have some chemistry. It doesn't have to be crazy over the top, but at least there has to be some chemistry. He's got to be able to be as bright as you, you know, have intelligent conversations, um, have similar values and goals, right? So I call that meeting the soulmate basics. He's got to meet the soulmate basics right? Um, and uh, when you find a guy like that, it's absolutely incredible, you know, and I'll give you an example. And this is was written up in the New York Times as a case of mine. Um, when I did my PBS show on finding love, the woman who asked for the donations to PBS came to me and she said, you know, I'm in my 50s. I've never been married. I, you know, I've achieved a lot. I've done all these things, you know, uh, living my dream, you know, in terms of my career, but, you know, I've never really found the great love of my life. And she said to me, and I'm going to be asking people to send in money for your show to buy your show, you know, the DVD. And, um, I need to experience your approach. So, uh, within 60 days, we found her the great love of her life. <laughs> her name wow. is Fidge Bulti. It was written up in the New York times. And, wow. I got to attend the, uh, the, the, the wedding, which was like a fairy tale. I'm not kidding. I mean, they were all singing these show tunes from, <laughs> yeah, from, uh, you know, they're totally into music, this, this, her particular group of friends and, and he, her husband also. And, um, uh, and so they were singing, it was just so darling and amazing. Uh, and so and I'm wondering if, when something like that happens, because I'm big on getting clarity, getting mm -hmm. women to get very clear, very specific. To follow up to that, I occasionally have 
a, a couple of clients that I'm thinking of right now that they will find a man who looks good on paper, has has everything they want. They feel no connection. Yes. Just yeah, don't that's, feel that's connection. Yes. Yeah. Well, what happened in this particular situation is he was crazy about her willing to grow and meeting the basics, meeting those soulmate basics. And, um, you know, initially she didn't know because a lot of the work that we do, we, we, uh, I work with eight coaches who are trained by me and they, what we do is, uh, we have people date three guys at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, you don't get involved, uh, sexually, a little kissing, a little canoodling, but you can compare and contrast. Now, the interesting thing about this guy is that even though he had all three criteria, he was not perfect looking. If you're enjoying my conversation with Dr. Diana, remember you can get your free 40-minute coaching session because you listen to my podcast. All you have to do is visit lovein90days.com, click coaching, fill out the form, and say Adrian sent you. In order for you to get the full 40-minute coaching session, you must include Adrian sent you. And please let me know how your free coaching session goes. Again, that's lovein90days.com. The 90 is 90. And click coaching, fill out the form, and simply write Adrian sent you. <laughs> so Never. rarely are they ever. Yes, yes. He was not perfect looking. Uh, you know, in terms of the, her type, you know, is the type that she would normally have, have dated. And, um, uh, he, you know, so there are things you, you have to, you have to kind of give the person some time, you know, so if initially you're not connecting, um, you want to just give it some time, give it How some much time. time, how much time before, you know, they say, I don't want to lead the guy on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, at least I would say a month or two of, of dating. Um, you want to try to see him in his element, right? Like you see him giving a talk or you see him playing in his oh. band or you see him. So you see things that are turning you on. You want to make yeah. a decision, a decision to love someone who is great for you. You want to make that decision. So there are ways to do that. Um, and if there is at least some, some little chemistry that could come brewing out, mm -hmm. it works. It's really great. In fact, you can make an affirmation. You can make an affirmation. You say, I find amazing chemistry with Joe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in a surprising way. In a surprising way, oh. I find the most incredible chemistry with Joe, right? Or I'm turned on to Joe, right? It's like a decision, right? It, it, it is a decision. And you know, you're really kind of blowing my mind here for a minute because, <laughs> because I'm thinking back to the man I'm married to now. And in my dating protocols, I call that the non-applicable or non-applicable man. And he's a man that everything is working out. He's crazy for you. He's coming around. He wants to date you. You're, you're there. You have this good connection, but you're just like not into him. He's the non-applicable man. Date him anyway. 
And you are just genius with this idea of seeing him in his element. And I'm really, I think this is going to be a huge game changer for a lot of my clients because mm -hmm. with my husband, he wasn't my husband yet. We were just dating, but I was just not interested. And I had really, I had broken things off with him, mm -hmm. but he was going to be on a television show speaking about what he does for a living. Mm -hmm. And he said, tune into the show. I tuned in and I was like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> Why? This guy is brilliant. He's amazing. What's wrong with me? And from that point, you know, everything changed. How I felt. So true. Exactly. It changes and it can open up in an instant. It can open yes. up in an instant. And when you make that decision to see if it can open up in an instant with a man, you, you open the door to the possibility, right? And, and it's mind-blowing how that can fall into place, right? It's mind-blowing. It's, it's really incredible. The other thing that's really powerful is to, you know, go to a party with somebody like that, right? Who's like, great, but you're not attracted to him. And watch him interact with other women. <laughs> I mean, you don't want someone who's like being too flirtatious. Sure. But just watch sure. him talk to other women and imagine... Yeah. If he was with somebody else, yeah. All of a sudden, you see him very differently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm feeling jealous already, or protective, or something. <laughs> Just that, but it is so true. Um, we put ourselves in these sort of very canned social situations in order to meet a man and fall in love, and it's just not going to happen. I mean, it can. But if you need that little extra push, and, and I always tell my clients, it's really not the same when you're in your 20s. Mm -hmm. It's more about how this person treats you, how they line up with their life. And you're yeah. in your second life now. You're 50 and beyond, or you know, you're or you're nearing 50. You're in your second life. This is mm -hmm. where you get to have a new type of adventure with a person, go in a different direction. It's not about who's the hottest, who, you know, checks all the you know, checklist for my, you know, DNA requirements for a partner, <laughs> right? About something different. Uh, so I think I love the idea of an affirmation, watching him speak to other women, seeing him in his ele element, making a date about that. Mm -hmm. These are really fantastic tips. I know my listeners are really going to appreciate this, Dr. Diana. Well, and I'll tell you another thing that's really powerful is to kind of turn yourself on before you have a date with him the most important person to be turned on is you and you can turn yourself on by actually wearing very sexy lingerie so you're kind of feeling it you're feeling like you know really attractive and you're kind of open so your vibe is sexy and sensual right so mm -hmm. that changes uh, a lot of the equation and again, you could find really amazing chemistry. And if yeah. you make that decision, you can have it all if, if, if it's there, if it's there. It's not always there. You can't just control it through your decision. But if the possibility is there with this guy and you make the decision to really open up the floodgates, if you can, um, it's amazing how many times that really works out great. And mm -hmm. I want to add that the guy gets hotter and hotter and hotter over time. Yeah, I've never true. been more turned on to my husband than I am. Yeah. That's <laughs> very true. 
they grow on you. They continue to grow and evolve with you. And that is a really amazing point to also mention is that where you start with, it's like a small ember burning. Yes. Because I feel the same way about my husband. Sometimes I'm just like, how did I end up with this guy? Other times I'm feeling like, I'm not so sure, (laughs) you know, and you just see how you've evolved. Yeah. Amazing. So let's go back to our, to our high earning, high powerful, overachieving woman. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's, driving a beautiful SUV. He's driving a Honda Accord. No offense to anyone who drives Honda Accord. But, you know, two different places in life. He's paying a large alimony for his children or, you know, maybe he's just not, he's not ever been a high achiever. Some mm-hmm. some people are not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they have a wonderful place. Everyone has a wonderful place in this world. Everyone is of value. But specifically, that woman, she wants to find someone who's her match, and she's not really finding it on paper. He's got a lot of other qualities. So she can actually use affirmations. She can use some other techniques. But what if the man just feels, she senses, he makes comments. He says, oh, that's a designer bag. Or, oh, you like those, you know, red-heeled shoes, the expensive ones. Or, Oh, you know, you like to vacation in all these high-end places. You mm-hmm. you know, he feels insecure about it. What does she do with this sort of man? Well, then it begs the question of uh, criteria number three. Remember I said meets the soulmate basics. So uh, if, if he's too threatened, it's not going to work. In other words, we need someone who's crazy about her and willing to grow. In other words, he's, he, if he's crazy about her, he thinks that what she's doing is quite interesting and amazing. So when he says you're wearing those red shoes, he's like, wow. (laughs) It's like, you know what I'm saying? He's appreciating you. He's appreciating. We need somebody who's appreciating you. If the person's appreciating you, there can be really great marriages where there is a disparity in income and profession. We, you know, we have seen that also. Uh, where the uh, woman decides, you know what? I've never had such great sex in my life. That's more important to me than him being CEO of of a company. I feel alive with him. I feel beautiful. I feel amazing, right? If you're enjoying my conversation with Dr. Diana, Remember, you can get your free 40-minute coaching session because you listen to my podcast. All you have to do is visit lovein90days.com, click coaching, fill out the form, and say Adrian sent you. In order for you to get the full 40-minute coaching session, you must include Adrian sent you. And please let me know how your free coaching session goes. Again, that's lovein90days.com. The 90 is 90. And click coaching, fill out the form, and simply write, Adrian sent you. You know, so I can just make myself happy, right? I will just make myself happy. And, and you can have a really, really beautiful marriage like that. Um, 
there's no reason to have to need anybody who's bringing in a lot of money, whatever, because you're already doing it. So it doesn't even matter what you what you need is happiness. What you need is the ability to be in the moment and not be in your head and driving everything forward all the time because you're the smartest person around you and you're driving it all forward. But, you know, it leaves your body a bit dry and unhappy and sad. And so what you really need is this aliveness, this being able to be present, you know, being able to feel your body, to feel sensual, to feel sexual, uh, to have adventures in life that really turn you on all the different ways, right? Yeah. And it's not important if it doesn't look on paper like what you're supposed to have. It's not important. What's important is your happiness. That is really, really it. Absolutely. And, and you're giving yourself this chance. You're almost going into it knowing it's not going to feel this perfect way in the delusional way it felt when I was in my 20s. Right, right, you know, right. Love really is crazy at that point, you know, in our lives, like our, our yeah. hormones and our chemistry. Now, I just want to share with everyone you are, you have a background in psychology. You have been, uh, you've had a special on public television. You also have this amazing book, Love in 90 Days. I mean, A to Z, everything a woman needs to know. <laughs> it's true. I put it all in there. Is in this book. Um, you made me want to quit my writing career when I read this because I was like, how can I? This is brilliant. This is great stuff. And I really recommend, um, you know, even if you feel like you already know everything, uh, because a lot of a lot of us do, there's still so much to learn so much. I just have to really tell you this book is fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you. You want to tell us a little bit about love? Well, I'll tell you, I, you know, um, I have decades and decades of experience in uh, studying love. Uh, and the reason, of course, I studied love is because I, could, I couldn't figure out how to get it, right? So, <laughs> you know, from years ago, years, but I have decades of experience in terms of looking at the research on what makes love work and also uh, tens of thousands of clinical hours of, of helping single women because I have a team of eight coaches that work with women all over the world and I supervise them. And um, so uh, I gathered really a lot of key material, key insights, key tips. And, and I basically put them all in the book because you can do it. If you decide that you are going to create love in 90 days, you, you can do it. You can actually do it. Um, uh, and that book tells you how it really does yeah, yeah. and I I love the little you know that little uh bolded parts that have a little warning you know we're going along everything's great oh by the way you know I'm just like yes this mm -hmm. is this is where we make that wrong turn we think that we're going in the right direction and um you know, I don't know whether it's we can be too trusting or just we get we get in love. You know, we start following our heart and we lose our mind. But I really I really recommend anyone listening, please definitely look at go check out your website, look into your coaches. You have so much to offer the single woman. If if you could offer my listeners, you've already given us so much great advice, but if you could offer us one big takeaway 
from love in 90 days. What would be, what would you want to share? It's that no matter what has happened in your life, no matter how bad your childhood was, if you were unwanted or abused or uh, emotionally abandoned, no matter what has happened in your dating life, in your love life, bad marriages, narcissists, cheating, betrayals, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and no matter how old you are, you can create incredible love, period. Mm -hmm. You can create incredible love. We've seen it time and time again. We know this. Yes. There really is someone out there for everyone, if not several someones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I yeah. love that. Um, I I'd love to go over a couple of questions I get asked a lot. Sure. By my listeners. Um, a big one is it never fails. I will receive a lovely email or message from a woman who tells me of a fantastic love story she's having with a man, but he recently broke things off with her out of the blue. And I find out that they live 700 miles apart and they've only met twice. Mm -hmm. What do you feel about this type of relationship? Long distance or imaginary? What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that I call the fantasy, the fantasy deadly dating pattern, right? So it becomes, it's like a fantasy. It's very easy to fantasize about someone who's not around. Very, very easy. Uh, and it's very difficult to make a long distance relationship work. It can be done, but it's very difficult. And you have to be with someone who's willing to, willing to do some heavy lifting. That is, they're going to travel to you. They're going to come after you know, because they're crazy about you willing to grow, meeting the soulmate basics, they're going to go after you in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> People in a distant relationship are scammers, right? So nice. you have to be aware of that where they, and these, the scamming uh, industry is quite um, brilliant, actually. They will make it seem like they're madly in love with you and they make themselves seem real. Uh, yeah. We, you know, we have, saved some women in our coaching program Absolutely. working over a lot of money. Uh, yeah. And, um, but they make it seem like it's true love, you know, but they can't see you. And, and a tip off often is that they're out of the country or very far away, yeah. but they love you. They're going to be with you. They want to marry you. Yes. And let and me so, tell you, hmm. no matter how smart you are, you can fall for this. You sure can. You yeah. absolutely can. Um, yeah. and, and I have, I have had, brilliant women who they were in what I call love starved. Yes. And, and you have someone come along and tell you these wonderful things. And I don't really know what it is about technology or having someone to email or getting a message from someone that really hits those dopamine sectors in our brain a lot differently. Exactly. Uh, but it's like a wonderful drug. And a lot of women do fall for this. I'm glad you cleared that up. And we yeah. talked about that. Because a man should never, ever, ever, ever ask you for money yes. unless, you know, you're in a relationship and, and you're committed and he says, hey, I just need $10 to pay the, to tip the valet. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. And especially if you're successful, you're out there, they can Google you. you it's easy yeah. to establish who you are. All you do is a reverse, even, even if you're not giving your name, you, they do a reverse image scan on your photos. They know exactly who you are. Make no mistake about it. They know that you have money. They know, right? Yeah. 
I don't mean to scare people, but it's something that it's important to be aware of. And, and it's easy to spot them. You can see these huge red flags. I have a bunch of them in the book, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And what are your feelings on heartbreak? Because for a relationship to begin, it means a relationship had ended. And for me, I was in a place where I had really put this man on a pedestal and was so in love with him. He had told me so many wonderful things and it just felt this intense chemistry. And then he just walked over one day and said, I don't want to be in a relationship anymore. And I mean, I was just devastated and I didn't know what to do with mm -hmm. my heartbreak. This is why I actually became a coach is I didn't have a lot of resources mm -hmm. other than grief counseling mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. how to get over heartbreak. And I would go on dates with other men and they wouldn't smell, they wouldn't look uh, like my guy. And I would just come home and cry myself to sleep. Mm -hmm. So do you have any advice for women that are going through heartbreak? Absolutely. Well, we have a whole chapter on this in the book. Uh, uh, you know, it, the poet said, even as love crowns you, so shall it crucify you. There's nothing more painful than heartbreak. There, there's nothing more painful. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I do have to say that I really admire the courage of anyone who just keeps going and you really have to keep going no matter what. Now, it's very important that you make some changes if you're in heartbreak. Um, uh, some things that really help meditation, yoga, exercise, right? Taking care of yourself, spending time with loving friends. Research shows that. Uh, if you go to a loving friend and pour your heart out while they listen, um, it actually creates opioids which in the brain, which make you feel better, Wonderful. really make you feel better. Isn't that something? That's beautiful. Also, keep, keep your schedule full and do not, do not isolate. In other words, yeah. the thing is, is you want to isolate. You feel so depressed. You want to just isolate, eat your ice cream on the couch, watch the, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. TV, yeah. uh, movies. No, 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 no isolating. Um, I want your calendar filled in every day. There's something you're going to have dinner with your friend. You're going to visit your mother. Mm -hmm. Mother's mm -hmm. not too negative. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to go to the gym. You're going to, you know, yeah. you've got to you know, don't you feel though that we need like a little bit of time to grieve? I mean, I always tell everyone to set aside some time to grieve and especially the first two weeks, because those are really almost like the, yeah. the most intense. Yeah, no, it but is. Don't make it to do that. Yeah, it is very good to do that. And you will find that if you do meditate or take uh, some prayer or yoga, do some prayer or take some yoga classes, you'll find that coming right up. There'll be grief yes. as you go, as you quiet the mind, yes. you'll have waves of grief that will come up. And you just uh, welcome them. You know, you want to welcome them. Grief comes in waves and you, because you know, it's going to pass. If you understand it's a wave, it's going to pass. So you welcome it. It's okay. Ugh. You bring up a very good point in that you want to welcome it because it's when we resist it and we say, oh, I can't think about him. Mm -hmm. I can't remember how wonderful. And you start replaying conversations and start replaying exact things, how they unfolded. And I always tell my clients, your brain can't solve an emotional issue. It can't solve your heartbreak. It'll try. But what do you what do you feel about that? 
I, well, first of all, I love that the way you say this, that the brain can't solve an emotional issue. It's so true. It's so true. And successful women are always trying to fix everything where, you know, you're supposed to know how to fix everything and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and, and it can't be fixed. It just has to be felt. You want to just let those waves go through you knowing they're going to subside, even though you feel like you want to die. It's that bad. It's like, I don't even want to live with this pain. It's going to pass. It's going to pass and go out to <laughs> your next one foot in front of the other. Just keep yeah. going. Yeah. Just yes. keep going. Because really it does have to you do cross this point in heartbreak where you're not stigmatizing it. You understand that I'm going to feel pain. This is going to feel terrible and I have to embrace it. If I resist it, it's going to hang out even longer. If I try to fix it, it's unfixable. I can't fix a person loving me. And so often women will say, well, what can I do to make him come back? What do you say to a woman who just, they don't care. They just okay, so I can tell happy. you how to optimize the potential that he will come back right now. Okay, here's how to do it: develop yourself. In other words, work on yourself. We call this the diamond self work. We even give we have the women give themselves nicknames like courageous, irresistible goddess of light, or uh, a saucy minx, vivacious vixen. Uh, <laughs> I love these. Beloved mighty Isis, right? <laughs> work on creating your diamond self. You work on loving yourself up. You dress the part of, you know, your nickname. You want to be the goddess of light and love. You know, you dress the part. You get like, like you know, maybe a little necklace like this and this kind of thing. You make yourself the best you you can be. And then you can have coffee with them. <laughs> Only you're your diamond self and he okay. can see what you're he's sparkling. missing. You can go back and have coffee with him and just do some closure. And, uh, and, and, and a lot of the, this self-love uh, is enhanced if you do, you know, um, really do it consistently, really consistently, yeah. you know, um, and dating helps too. So you're dating other guys. So he can smell that when he has. Oh, yeah. <laughs> When he looks at you, he knows. <laughs> you know, I, I had a client of mine tell me about you. And oh. I, I looked into you, you know, not too long ago. And I was like, this is great. And you also have a book called Finding Your Diamond Self. Uh, it's the diamond self secret. It's the diamond self secret. Yeah. If you guys want to do that work, you, oh, you would love the diamond self secret. It's only available as an ebook. Okay. Uh, on Amazon, but yes, you, yeah, pick up the diamond self secret. But there's also uh, in um, you know in uh, in this book you have uh, working with uh, heartbreak and um, diamond self work also. And, that, and you know, I, again, I wasn't familiar with your work, but I get all I get all of my girls to call themselves diamond girls. I love it, <laughs> diamond girls. And you know, there's that beautiful song, uh, Diamond Girl, mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. lyrics of that song it's it's everything is what that man wants that beautiful diamond sparkling shining rare mm -hmm. diamond girl Thank so you. i love diamond self diamond girl we are sisters <laughs> in this me and you dr diana so <laughs> i think that this has been incredibly helpful so much i mean we've covered so much in this podcast 
I'd love to have you back. And all of my listeners, if you'd love to hear more from Dr. Diana, please leave us a comment below. Now, Dr. Diana, is there anything else that you want to leave us with before we go? Well, you know, the happiest time of your life is um, when you've actually uh, done your thing creatively and you create love. It, it just creates such an amazing time in your life. I mean, it is such a joy, such a bliss. You will be shocked. You will be shocked at how happy you can be. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so, so true. That's, that's the thing. You will be shocked. You got to go for it. Yeah, it really is a shocked feeling. I remember feeling that and it feeling totally unex unexpected, new, a little bit scary, but so right. And so yes. natural. So yes. well yes. said. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for being on my podcast today. Oh, it was a joy. Thank you so I, much, Adrian. Thank you're you. welcome. I hope to have you back again soon. Mm -hmm.